Hey guys, it's Kevin here from the Top 5 Go Podcast. I just wanted to let you know that the audio in the episode you're about to hear is not the greatest. We were having a lot of technical difficulties and we were really trying to get it straightened out. We even tried to fix it in post, but it didn't really work. But please bear with the sound because it's the start of Disney month and we're doing Top 5 Villains and a super good episode in terms of content. So please bear with us. We got new equipment. In a few episodes, you're going to hear some amazing sound. So please bear with us through this growing pains, and I uh, hope you enjoy the show. All right, hit the music. I am your host, Kevin, and I'm here once again with our regular host, Aaron. What up? And once again, our guest host, Shantae. Shantae, how's it going? Hi, everyone. Aaron. Please contact you. Say you know nothing. <laughs> it's good to see you guys. How you guys doing today? Good. Yeah, I'm just uh, playing some video games and hanging out <laughs> on my summer break. It's summer awesome. break. Treating you well. Shantae, you also been playing video games? I, yes, I have actually. Oh, what you play? Um, Animal Crossing. Oh, yeah. I got, it. Uh, I got Pokemon Shield. Okay, all right. Um, and then this game, Overcooked Two. I seen that one. It's ruining my life though. Okay, it's a it's better as a group game, but then like you're like, pass the eggs. I need eggs over here. And, like it's this it's crazy. Fun but crazy. Okay, uh, today. We are going to be talking on Top 5 Go about Disney villains. We're going to use this to kick off Disney Month here at Top 5 Go. Disney. And we're going to start with Disney villains. Now, villains are something that every movie has, but some of them do it better than others. And we're going to talk about that. Before we get any further, I want to introduce our host, our guest, one of our good friends, She's a Disney fanatic. Yes. Complete nut job. Our <laughs> friend Ann Mansfield. Hey! Hey! Happy to be here. <laughs> Happy to have you. We knew you were a big Disney fan, which is why when we decided to do Disney Month, we, we had to get you on for one of these. And I felt like you're just villainous enough <laughs> to be able to do Disney villain. Great. Happy, <laughs> happy to be included in that category. <laughs> so, uh, and do you have any, what, what's your best Disney story? I know you used to have a Disneyland pass. Yes, I did. Um, I think prior to, you know, injuring my knee, I was able to move a lot quicker. And right. I was exploring California Adventure, as one does. And uh, Mr. and Mrs. Incredible started walking down one of the streets holding hands and I bum rushed them. I ran. I was like, I'm getting I am getting to Mrs. Incredible before any of these children do. And I did. And I got to hold hands with Mrs. Incredible as a 26-year-old lady. <laughs> and I was like, I was talking to the character, obviously, because that's what you do. Uh-huh. Like, oh my gosh, you are so great. I mean, he's okay too. But you're really cool. And and she looked at me and she did the so so hand signal. And then we both went, ha ha ha. And so I have a picture of like me and Mrs. Incredible like well, her husband. 
Nice. See, I told you guys, Anne was the perfect guest for Disney. Yes, right? definitely. Disney I can't Marvel. believe she went with that one instead of the time that we went together and we literally got to go and access the whole park because they were filming the parade at the time. Oh, so we, 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 we went on every single ride at least three times. That's like, crazy. Because everyone was down Main Street. So that was uh, that was our trip to Listen, Disney I love that Mrs. Incredible story that, that free open range of the park was a good story when too. Can, but... When you can splash mountain three times and get back and forth from Space Mountain and then hit Indy a couple times and not have to wait in any lines. I mean, I mean, the only thing is, though, the first story, she talked about how she was villainous to Mr. Incredible. <laughs> 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 Listen, I, I, it does fit, it it does the, theme fit the, the theme of the day, but, you know. As my former roommate, or as Anne's former roommate, I absolutely have a villain that she So as you guys know here at Top 5 Dope, we start off with the criteria. So Anne, what is your criteria for your Top 5 villain list? Okay, so I'm going to make it very vague because my fifth one makes it very confusing. Okay. Overall, I, I balanced it out with like, rewatchability of the film itself and okay. then the actual objective of the villain. Okay, okay, okay. Because some of the villains in Disney have like very evil desires, right? Yeah, and some yeah, yeah. of them are just very fun and kind of goofy and like dope. Okay. You know? And so I, now you're naming the seven I know, I'm just putting in <laughs> putting in character names into my analysis. So I decided to go with, for the most part, how rewatchable is the film? Okay, and that's a good one. How, like, evil are the intentions of the character? Okay, so then at number five, we're top five go, and who do you have at number five? Okay, so my number five was uh, the one that was out of the realm of what in, but it's the Junior Ranger Scouts from Zootopia. Okay. So let's start off. They're not even the villains, okay? So the villain, <laughs> so wait, the villain is the villain And you said I'm gonna start off with the non-villain. Yes, that's what I said. <laughs> so okay. in Zootopia, mm-hmm. right? The little tiny sheep, the assistant mayor, ends up being the villain. Spoiler. Um, wait, but you, you should have watched the movie by now. I know, really. Like you're listening <laughs> well, to a, a story top five villain podcast. And you're I got a story about it. why I haven't seen that. Before. Okay, we'll talk about that. <laughs> so. I picked the Junior Ranger Scouts because the scene where Nick Wilde goes and he's so excited to finally be a Junior Ranger Scout mm-hmm. and he goes into the basement and they like start this weird looking frat initiation and you're like, weird. <laughs> and then they like attack him and muzzle him. And that's why he has turned to like his life of shady crime <laughs> is so heartbreaking. And it's like such a like it's such a thing that kids and adults who like weren't necessarily in a crew can relate to. Mm-hmm. Or like they tried to fit in with another crew that they thought like they wanted to be in but just didn't work, right? And it was like I could cry just mm. like just the when he goes into the like the alley and he tries to take off the muzzle and he throws it on the ground, Ugh. those kids are those right kids now. suck. Those kids. <laughs> <laughs> so those kids, you have those kids in Junior Ranger Scouts. Junior Ranger Scouts. See now, I saw Zootopia. Zootopia. I want to say about three years ago, two three years ago. 
just watching it on um, the Disney Channel app, actually, I think. And I was just very surprised how good it was. It's one of those underrated, really good, really yeah. good Disney movies that Aaron most people have seen. Aaron is shaking his head right now. But apparently Aaron has it. <laughs> I haven't seen Sorry, it. In, no, no, it's okay. I, I haven't seen it, and there's a very specific reason. Um, I think the true villain in that um, in that whole movie is the creator of the scene. Because <laughs> I saw that in like a long format preview of the slots, and I sat in my theater seat, in the chair, and I was so anxiety ridden. So accurate, was, <laughs> but there, I just could not sit through a movie knowing that I was going to have to relive that scene. It was anyway. I just couldn't. <laughs> so I get it. I, I, I missed out on a good movie, but that scene was. Probably one of the most perfect scenes I've ever seen. I cannot sit through it again. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely get it. It definitely makes sense. Shantae, right. who do you have at number five? So for my list, um, I tried to pick people that I personally felt were extremely villainous, whatever the motivation Because there's some villains I love. I love Hades from Hercules. Ursula's mm-hmm. my girl. Like, they're bad people, but I love them. What's your criteria? That's my criteria. Like, I try to pick people who, you know, like, man, you really just are an evil son of a bitch. Okay, okay. That's why you're on my list. So there's some variations, but my number five is a little less so, but he also is kind of a jerk. Pistol Pete, or Pete. Mm -hmm. He is Mickey Mouse's antagonist and Goofy's frenemy. If you watch Goof True or any of those, and he's the bad guy, in, but the in Goof Two, and in a Goofy movie, he's that like your neighbor who is kind of your friend, but really they're just trying to show you up all the time. He's a shitty father. He's kind of a shitty human being in general. And and then you know then he has that classic villain, you know, role. So he's my number five. You know, Pete. He was a Goof Troop. Mm-hmm. He was, he was a in a Goofy, goofy movie. movie. It's yeah. in that early Mickey cartoon. Yeah, with him being in the early Mickey cartoons and then being uh, in color mm-hmm. in the movies later on, it's really surprised that he's lasted this long for being like a minor character in the uh, Disney skate, if you will. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like the father to the little Pete. To little Pete. Little Pete. And uh, I, I thought he was funny. I, I, I don't think of Pete as more villain and more of a. Uh, He's a foil person. Yeah. He's a foil too. And that's why I say it. a little less so, but still what he represents throughout his history. Like uh-huh. in the beginning when he first came out, he was always just this jerky guy who's trying to ruin everybody's fun. And then when you move to things like a goofy movie, goof troop, where it's set in suburbia and all the worst aspects of suburban living he embodies, he's still a villain to me for those reasons. Well, that's fair. I feel like he's like a Newman. Yeah. From Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Like he's like that neighbor who's always just a little too nosy, but also wants to put you in your place mm-hmm. when they don't have any right to. Yeah. I, I get that. Okay. I, I feel you, Pete. Mm-hmm. Aaron, who do you have at five? Well, I, I looked at motivations on a lot of my characters. Some of them, you know, I chose maybe because they're just badasses without any motivation. But, uh, <laughs> I, I really did try to look at the motivations behind um, behind my the villains in my stories. And my number five is Shere Khan from uh, from uh, the 
Jungle, Jungle Book. Book. Yeah. So one completely badass because you know <laughs> hasn't seen a single tiger and just been in awe of of what they are. Um, but his true motivation behind it was fear of man. And I mean, I think that if you're gonna be looking at you know these animal characters in this, it's a true fear of that. So that's why he's afraid of Mowgli, and it absolutely affects his decision making. Not even to want to get to know Mowgli. I mean, he used to be friends with Baloo, Bagheera, Louie, and and all of those guys. But just because of this fear of man, he you know it, it made him descent into madness, if you will, and mm-hmm. you know. Go after Mowgli. Pure prejudice. For for me, I always consider I didn't though Shere Khan is a villain. I feel like Louie is like one of the bigger villains in that. Louie is definitely a villain in the times, but he's also not motivated by that. It's more of the I I would say Louie as the you know uh, He's kind of like a drug lord, you know, on the side. Yeah. <laughs> he may not necessarily be positive, but he is in yeah. antagonistic against, yes. you know, Mowgli. He's yeah. like, he wants to learn from him so he can be an even bigger badass in the jungle. Exactly. This true. This true. But, so sure, come on at number five for sure badassery, but motivation, you know, like, like right. where, where he's coming from, why he's afraid. And that thing kind of pops up a couple of times. Okay. For me, my my list is also by motivation, but I feel like the biggest villains are the ones that don't have any real motivation as to why they're a bad guy against the protagonists specifically. Right. Right. Yes. So, for instance, when you think of like Thor: The Dark World, right? There's the elves. They have no beef with Thor. Mm-hmm. He has beef with. Odin's father, like I don't even know Thor Odin. All right, That's but true. now here Thor is having to deal with this bullshit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so now, but then there's a villain, and they're like, "Ah, well, listen, Thor, it is what it is. You're here, so we're gonna we're gonna get this right here. You are correct, which is why for my number five, I have lots. Of I have oh. lots of at number five from Toy Story Three. Okay. Oh gosh, messing with my list now. That's okay. <laughs> Let me I'm tell you why. I'm not changing my Listen, list. I got Lasso at five. Let me tell you why. Lasso <laughs> is one of Bonnie's toys, right? As you know, in to- if those that don't know, in Toy Story 3. You should have watched it by now. She's she not. No, no, no. She, he's the head of the toy gang in the preschool. The it's preschool not one of Bonnie's Daisy. toys. It, she, he this girl was Daisy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's in the preschool, chilling. He has no, re- no real beef with Woody and them. He has a little beef with Woody and them, but all of a sudden, that's his thing. He needs to go <laughs> ahead and just get rid of these other toys. For no reason. But he just so that way, to kill their spirit. Yeah. He's, he's yeah. the grumpy old man on the porch yelling mm-hmm. at the damn Get off my lawn. Get off my lawn. Get my toy ever faintly smell the strawberries. <laughs> <laughs> you know that old man. We all have him. <laughs> so that is Lotso, right? And so with Lotso being that bear, he's that guy. Like you said, he has a whole gang of other toys that are working under him at the daycare, but it, it just doesn't, his motivations for coming at what you it's not, there's not, it's not there. They call it, it's easy. Woody got his gang, Woody Buzz their gang. If you guys noticed, did you notice that like Buzz has like a real more backseat role later on the movies? Yeah. But, but it's, it's Woody's gang. 
It's, it's always been about it's Woody. All, it's Even the first one, it was Woody not being able to deal with Buzz True. being a huge hit on the block. It's never been about It's no. always been about no. So, with, with, uh, with Woody's gang and the Andy Soy's now coming into the daycare, all of a sudden, he's got issues. This is why Lotso is number five on my list. It was top five villains. All right. Right, right. Okay. So, Anne, who do you have at number four? Okay, so at number four, I get into, like, actual villains more so, um, and then rewatchability. So while this villain might be number one on a lot of lists, just based off of what her intentions are. The movie itself, for me, is not one that I go back to, and I'm like, you know what? I want to relive this moment in my childhood. Mm-hmm. Because I'm like, meh. But it's Cruella DeVille from 101 Dalmatians. Like, okay. bitch wants to kill puppies. Right. Like, she, like, what? <laughs> like, crazy, crazy lady wants, is like, Oh, hi, employee. Oh, you had a litter of puppies? How many puppies? Can I skin them? Like, <laughs> who, whose mind goes there? Mm-hmm. Insane people. Right. But 101 Dalmatians as a film is not, like, super rewatchable. For yeah, me. I'm not really... Yeah. To do. That or all the sequels. You know, I have a real good... <laughs> 101 or 102 or 103 or 104 Dalmatians. <laughs> I have a real good question. <laughs> so you know how Disney's remaking all these movies mm-hmm. live action, right? They already did a live action. They already did, did a live action. Say. And Glenn Close was some... Do you yeah. think they do it again? No, because they can't top Glenn Close. Who could yeah. be And I know that. Cruella? I'm with you, but like, you know, they're, re- just, they're just revamping them all. Do you think it's on the, it's on the long list? Not the short list. It's definitely not on the short list. But do you think it's on their long list? You're like, you know what? We need to relook at 101. <laughs> we need to do it again. Yeah, we already did a live action version, but you know what? Let's run it back. I think it is because they've been doing all the live action animals. They've done Lion King. They've done Dumbo. They did uh, Lady and the Tramp. Mm-hmm. So it's it's definitely got to be on their list, but... I have long, big issues with all. Of, I yes. have big issues with all of these live action remakes, but oh, that's probably for another. Podcast. That's for another oh time. God, that's another time. But I, I totally really agree with you. I will say, <laughs> not to get us off topic, but I'll say the one that I thought was most successful, even though I wouldn't necessarily call it a success, was Aladdin. Uh, I don't know. If it was most, I enjoyed it the most, probably. Exactly. But I don't know if the, the most successful. I think was Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. See, I no, saw Beauty. I, I saw no, Beauty and the Beast, but I haven't behind seen it. Aladdin. Sorry, mm. but like I like it was not when you when you compare it to the nostalgia that they're trying to get. Right. And, and like, my like, issue with Beauty and the Beast is they have all these phenomenal singers, and then Belle was Emma um, <laughs> Harry Potter, Emma Watson, whatever her name is. She can't sing. I had no issue with how she looked, but you don't have like <laughs> Luke Evans and like you know Kevin Olaf. Yeah, <laughs> Olaf was in there. All these people who are singers are known as singers, and Josh Gad. Josh they, Gad. yeah, I know it's Josh, Josh Gad. Gad. I just Josh Gad. And then, but then you have Emma freaking Watson. Well, my she can't sing. Well, you said the most successful. I thought you meant commercial. I think no, I mean the most successful in terms of matching the original okay. feel okay. and I, I don't think I don't think neither Aladdin nor um you know the beast would be the case. I think the case would be the jungle book. See, here's why I don't 
think of the Jungle Book in the same oh realm God. is because <laughs> they've so done, I know, yeah, but they've done like five bajillion live action Jungle Books over and over and over again. True. And so when I think about them doing these remakes, I think of them thinking about the 90s classics as remakes, except okay. for Cinderella, which kind of sneaks in, yeah. you know? So I don't no. think about Jungle Book. Unless it's the Brandy version of Cinderella, I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see another white blonde girl in a blue dress crying on my screen. I want to see Brandy and Whitney Houston singing duets in a coat. There, okay? I'm with that. Shinte, who you up for number four? Okay. Well, I did say I wasn't going to change, but I am going to now. Because I did have Lotso as my number four. Because he's evil. Like, that scene and Toy Story where they're all holding hands as they oh, almost roll into the incinerator. Oh, my God. Got it. Tears but because right you now. said Lotso already, and I'm trying to be a little strategic this time, I'm going to go with Charles Muntz from Up. Okay. Uh, so he's the guy who was there, the, the old dude's idol, and he went and found Paradise Falls, Angel Falls, whatever it's called. And he gets there in his house and he meets his, his hero and his hero's knocking butt. And like, <laughs> goes after him and the, the dog and everything. And it kind of is similar to the Cruella de Vil. Like, he's there with his dog. He gives them the gift of speech, but then kind of reinforces the, the, you know, the hierarchy, lets them bully, squirrel, and all that stuff. And then... He tries to kill his biggest fan. Yeah. This guy blew up a bajillion balloons just to get there and to possibly meet him. And then he tries to kill him. Like, the guy's crazy. He needs some help. And so he's my number four. See, I thought about putting him on my list, but then I was talking to my boyfriend and I was like, I can kind of see where, like, being a man of science, <laughs> being a man of <laughs> being a man of science, he goes to Paradise Falls, right? He brings back these bones and he's pumped. And he's like, I'm, this is, like, this is it. This is going to be the pinnacle of my career. And they're like, you're faking it. So he's like, fine, I'm going back and I'm going to bring back one alive. Deuces. And he goes away for all this time. And then, like, this old man and this tiny little fat Asian boy (laughs) are going to, like, ruin his plans. Like, I want Kevin to be free, you know, bird Kevin, to be free and to be wandering and to take care of Kevin. Not you, Kevin. You can stay Not you, Kevin. Kevin, you can stay inside. Stay inside, wear your mask, you know. But, like, I don't agree with what he was trying to do, but, like, I understand how he went bad. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Does yeah, that make sense? I do too. I feel the isolation, but like, yeah, he was crazy. Like, <laughs> did, this, did, this, did this COVID situation give you a new perspective on how? He Actually, no. Him? I've been enjoying my isolation. <laughs> 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 to be quite honest, this whole everyone's like, oh, I haven't had human interaction. I've had too much interaction. I had emails after emails, five bajillion <laughs> Zoom meetings. Like, I'm okay with being alone with my solitude for a little while. I haven't had that experience, so no. <laughs> I um I myself was thinking about uh, the Up movie and and I personally am not a huge Up. I'm not a big fan of Up. I'm also hot take, not a huge fan of Wally. And what are you doing? Are you eating? Are you eating? We can hear you. I'm I'm not eating. We're getting ready to feed the cats. (laughs) Okay. Well, we can. Sorry. We can definitely hear that. (laughs) Tell Fred and Larry to quiet down. Right. So, hot take. 
I am not a fan of Up. I'm not really a fan of Wally. That's I love Wally. I, I do too. I fell asleep oh, in Wally and then I woke up and then went went to sleep. I fell asleep and then went to sleep. <laughs> That's how I feel about Wally. But the thing about Up is it starts off by depressing you horribly. Right. You know, I went and saw it in the theater. I'm like, oh, this is going to be cute. And then within the first five minutes, I was sobbing uncontrollably. And that's not okay. It's not okay. That opening scene. Well, that's why that Once you get past that. That's why his villainous ways just went unchecked by me. That's what I noticed. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, this movie is going to suck. And I was so. What was your feelings on Up? That was, I mean, pretty much the same as Shantae. It's like, once you get through the heart-wrenching opening sequence, like, it's a pretty good film. Like, okay. I mean, it's not my favorite by any stretch. It's not right. something that I'm gonna, oh, ups on, I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch this, but it was enjoyable in the time. Every time same, with, same with Wally. Like, I enjoyed it. You know, the connection between Wally and Evie. Uh-huh. And some villains and that. Humans. Jesus. <laughs> you know? Are they gonna listen? No, 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 no. It might be. No, Well... Big business. I love Up, but it is one of the more depressing Pixar films because most people don't even consider the fact that, um, I forgot the kid's name, but his Russell, Russell, his dad completely abandons him. Like, this kid was missing for how long? Ain't nobody looking for him. No one noticed. They went to his little medal ceremony. His daddy didn't show up. That that movie will trigger you horribly. But it's Definitely a good movie. <laughs> I get you. Aaron, yeah. who do you got at number four? For your top five so, I'm going to go to my favorite Disney slash Pixar film out of the batch, and I'm going to go with Toy Story. I'm going to go with Sith Films. Okay. This kid is a piece of absolute trash. And I'm, gonna, I'm not actually going to pull a quote from the movie from Rex. He tortures toys. Just for fun, scared ass dinosaur is like terrified for his life. He's going to, you know, he's gonna be coil soon because of this damn kid. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just this bratty, boring punk that likes to freaking either change his toys, you know, figures and and manipulate them and cut heads off his sister's dolls. He's just an asshole. Mm-hmm. And this one. I think I took personally because I had an uncle that uh, decided to take one of my He-Man dolls when I was a young kid, and he put it in a light fixture, and poor He-Man melted, and I, that's probably five or six years old, when my He-Man is melted to death, so I fucking hate it. Several of the oh, so he continues to live his life in the city. He grows up and 
he's in uh, he's in Toy Story three. That's the garbage man. So, so I was sitting here like as as you were talking, I was thinking about Sid in my mind, and uh, that dude was pretty bad. He yes. is pretty bad. He's a bad fucking kid. He yeah. wants to graduate to pets, and then okay, exactly. <laughs> yeah, he, I'm I'm a little bit worried if if Woody in the gang had you know. Hans of the oh, Southern yeah. Isle. Okay. From Frozen. This dude. <laughs> <laughs> Blowing around his best He shows up. I thought he was a good dude. I did too. Everybody thought he was a good dude. You didn't see this coming. There, he wants to woo. Was it Anna? Was it Anna he was trying to yeah. woo? Anna, yeah. Anna. 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 Princess Anna. Princess Anna. He's trying to <laughs> woo her. They're like, okay, this dude's trying to help. No, no, this dude's not trying to help nobody but himself. I remember watching it going so confused. Like, she has Hans, and then she has other dude. Like, who's she going to pick? What are they going to do? And then he went. Yeah. No, and then when he flipped, I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) That makes sense. Well, like I said, my motivation is like, what is the reasoning behind your thing? Emma's not even the queen, right? No. She's not even the queen. So he's, he's trying to get like, He's trying to get a one-up on his crew, and he's going to just use honor to get it done. He doesn't even really want to become queen of Air- king of Arendelle. That's like a byproduct down the road, maybe. Yeah, he's expecting to kill Elsa. Yeah. Or, yeah. Or to bump her off somehow. Yes, down the road, yeah. eventually. Yeah. And, yeah. and that's why point. his motivation for me is that it's just crazy that you're not even going for the You're not even going to win the point. You're like so dastardly that you're gonna go to her sister and then figure it out from there man yeah that's why i got prince hans in there and then the fact that like like we just talked about he snowed all of us right no one thought he was the bad guy i thought he was really there to help yeah i didn't think Kristoff had a chance me I thought maybe he would bow out once he saw how much Kristoff cared. But mm-hmm. I was just like, dang, how's this gonna end? And uh, then they I, they did it. <laughs> I mean, so I'm right there with you when I watched it the first time. I was like, oh, this Prince Hans, he's such a good guy. Like they love sandwiches, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but like and I definitely thought about adding him to my list as well. I'm just gonna spoil this for you right now. I did not. Because like oh. from a like from a girl's perspective of like uh, like a straight girl's perspective like uh, he's like he's trying to manipulate her into getting something <laughs> like it's very much like a a trope that you get yeah um but i can tell you yeah, right now that my boyfriend watched frozen for the first time last week and the moment hans was on the screen he was like that guy's evil he waited so long of course he knew it by then like everyone's <laughs> been saying it because Ed. okay, so Hans is, is like what the last in line of twelve or like yes, towards the end, yeah. bro. Like, there's no way he's gonna get that. Think about uh, what Prince Harry, right? Prince Harry looked at the line and was like, mm, "This ain't gonna work." <laughs> How can I get some kind of power? I can go this route, marry somebody, but he's like, I'm, the way I'm gonna do it is like I'm twelve in line, but she's number two. 
Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna get number I'm two. I'm already moving up. Yeah, I'm already moving twelve to two. Yeah, and then we'll figure it out from there. That I feel like is ingenuity. I feel like that's real crazy motivation. Mm-hmm. That's why I have Hans at number four. All right. And yeah, you got at number three. So at number three, I have everyone's favorite drag queen, Ursula. <laughs> <laughs> from oh, Ursula. the little, from the Little Mermaid. Now. There are, like, once again, my list is very much based off of rewatchability. And Ursula is just, she's fun. Like, one, her intentions are crazy. Like, she literally just has, like, a, like a seaweed field of souls in her cave, okay? <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love but, like, this friends are eels, also. Like, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Flossum and Jetson? and Jetson. But, like, she gets it. She's like, ah, boom, 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 and like, boom, 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 and like, hip, like, knocking stuff over with her big old hips, and like, just give it, like, telling it to Ariel as it is, as she should See, be told. That's why I relate to her so much. Yeah. Like, she ain't that bad. She's getting, she's getting everything spoon fed to her, and Ursula's just like, yeah, I'll turn you into a human because that's stupid. <laughs> you could be the queen of Atlantis or whatever they, wherever they well, are. Now, Ariel's the youngest of seven. So if we're thinking about Hans' yeah. odds, her odds are also very low. But she's also her daddy's favorite. She is the favorite because mm-hmm. she's the baby, but she's also the most yeah. irresponsible. True. But like, I don't even now, know if she wants to rule I Atlantica. Did, I think she just wanted to collect her junk and look at her humans, you know? Yeah. And now the other reason is because, like, what? Who among us who doesn't love swimming or played in a pool over the summer didn't act like we were a mermaid <laughs> or reenact the Little Mermaid or act like we were Neptune? Or like, lady oh, lady oh, lady oh, lady Cameron, Cameron and I didn't do that. You guys if you ever dived yeah, underwater and tried to keep your legs together and like flopped around, you pretended to be a mermaid. Yeah. And then when you, and just, then, and then when you got out of the water, you into it, guys. You know it's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every well, time like, I go to ever, the Caribbean, I'm like, when you propped yourself up on the side of the pool and like just like sat there, you were like, I don't know when you were it. Definitely. I love Ursula. The reason I didn't put on my list is, again, like, her motivations make sense to me. Like, she's wrapped into, like, the side of nowhere, like, some junky old place. She's a powerful woman, or octopus, whatever, squid, whatever. Drag queen. Drag queen. We'll go with drag queen. She's a powerful drag queen. She has powers. People come to her, and, like, she's sitting there thinking, why aren't I running shit? And, and she sees Ariel. Ariel's an idiot. And she's like, all right, you, I got you. The only issue I have is when she cheated. Like, she already tied both the arrows hands behind her back. Not only are you going up there where you're not used to it, I'm going to take your voice, too. And Ariel still somehow got this dude to fall in love with her. And then she had to go in and cheat. It's like, come on, click there. See, my thing with uh, Ursula, the reason she's not on my list is because Ursula, as a baddie, she, like, out a contract, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like my guy Rumpel Stillskin, right? All the time, my guy said there's always a price for magic. Same yeah. thing with Ursula. She's like, listen, Ariel, here's a contract. If you're gonna read it, don't worry about it. I have the bottom. And 
Ariel didn't get her her mermaid lawyers up in there. Nope, she should she have read the fine print. She should have. She, 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 she had a whole school. song right. explaining, "Hey, if you don't pay the price, yeah. I'm gonna take you." Yeah. She explained it clearly. And though Ursula is one of my faves, that's why she's not on my villains list because, I, but based on my criteria, her motivations made sense. Yeah, like <laughs> I, I said, I totally get why she I did what she did. I mean, do you boo? Get it? But she is daddy, yeah. and I get that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, but. Uh, it's also but, back in the 70s, 80s, 70s, the movie came out. The 90s, it was 92 yeah, or something 90s, like that. Yeah. The way early 90s? Yeah, the early 90s, oh, okay. yeah. But she, and yes, I agree, she explained it all very clearly, but like, <laughs> she's so damn rewatchable. Oh, yes. like, oh, oh, I love it. Your criteria makes total sense. Your criteria makes sense. Makes she, total sense. Yeah. I guess that's right. Yeah. Well, she's not on my list based on my criteria, but for right. yours, Little Mermaid is extremely rewatchable. Yes, it is. Uh, mm-hmm. First of all, like you said, everyone's favorite drag queen. She is favorite. Amazing. So, she won RuPaul Drag Race All Stars All Stars. <laughs> all Stars All Stars. It's <laughs> the All Stars as, as, as she should have. <laughs> she's, she's number like, one on the top five host. Host. Yeah, she's she's like drag queen wants to be Ursula. <laughs> and when they were doing that live action Little Mermaid, I said, if Ursula's not the drag queen, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> and they got Queen Latifah. So I was like, I'll that's close. Cool. That's close. Cool. Cool. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. Shante, who do you have at number three? So my three might be a little obscure, but it's uh, Claude Frollo from Hunchback of Notre Dame. Okay. See? Yes. That was one. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm glad you agree. Um, and Claude Frollo, he's like the head archdeacon of the church in Paris. He's the most corrupt. He like represents every horrible aspect of the Catholic church in one human being. He abuses his power. He has this crusade against gypsies totally based on prejudice he has this sexual thing with esmeralda and then she becomes his his fixation he uses that to basically destroy the town of paris and he's abusing the hunchback of notre dame quasimodo based solely on how he looks something that he cannot control so for him to be a a quote-unquote man of god he is exactly the opposite of what you would expect or want from a, a quote-unquote man of God. So that's why he's my number three. Excellent. So for all of your criteria, that makes sense. When I was doing my criteria... Hunchback is not watchable. It is. Well, yeah. <laughs> oh, so for the music in Hunchback, and I not, I may be the only one because I'm like the theater nerd, but like I will sit there and sing me and out there or, you know, the bells in Notre Dame. The music is gorgeous. It's beautiful. I give it to you that people aren't going to pick that one to rewatch, but for my criteria and like the pure evilness of this person, he totally has to be on my list. Yeah, no, we were, we definitely, I was like, I was talking about it. I was like, was it, didn't the, I couldn't remember his name. I was like, didn't the evil guy and the hunchback like make Esmeralda kind of be his hoe? I tried to. Like, and then like, he like, and then when she was kill Quasimodo, like, her. like I could not remember, like, exactly what happened. Right. I just remembered that he was bad, and I couldn't remember his name. But, like, growing up, I loved Esmeralda as a character. Like, Esmeralda was it. And she was, like, she was questionable race-wise, which is what, how most of my favorite princesses are. So, <laughs> like, because like, I'm, I'm mixed, and so when I saw, like, when I saw any character that I couldn't, like, fully placed like Agrabah's not a real place <laughs> so like Jasmine Esmeralda Mulan like all these characters like anyone who wasn't of pure 
like European descent. I was like, yeah, <laughs> you. <laughs> So Esmeralda was like one of my top characters as a kid, but I could not rewatch that movie. That movie sucks. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll be it's honest. I don't favorite. watch it. I listen to it for uh, the songs. Okay. Like yes. that song that Clark Rollins sings when he's like wrestling with his dustiness and he's like, the fire, my fire. I'm like, oh yeah. It like gets you. You feel it's how it's evil. It's yeah. It she listens to it before she needs to like go into a big meeting. She's like, this is <laughs> it, guy. She's So I get it. Aaron, who you got at number So I felt like in terms of understanding this character i get it you're the head of your company and it's going under you're gonna try to do whatever you can to make it right right that ship you know you don't want it to go down and in a bad way and i also kind of like that he's the uh, he's the kingpin type character for the pixar universe i'm going with henry j waternoose from mm-hmm. from monsters inc okay he's you know, he, he runs the Scare Factory, he's, right. he's, he's the head honcho, but it's not doing so well, and so mm-hmm. what Gotta get the numbers up. He gets his little, you know, he gets random, to, you know, <laughs> go start to do some shady, shady stuff, mm-hmm. and, you know, it, that causes a bunch of shit to happen with, you know, with Mike and Sully and Boo, and, oh, Boo. Adorable. But, yeah, I just think that, I mean, it it kind of fit with me in terms of motivation. I completely understood, you know, where or why he would do some of the things that he was doing. And you can just see it fitting into terms of, like, he was not a good dude. You know, and it it really sucks for Sully because that was his guy, his mentor. You know, what that happens at times, you know, your mentor isn't exactly who you think they are. You know, that was another villain that, that duped me. I didn't realize he was a bad dude mm-hmm. until about Because you think it's Randall. Uh, yeah, Randall. Randall. So I like Randall. when Disney will put a guy that's very obvious a bad guy in front of you, mm-hmm. and then there's like a secret bad guy that's pulling the string, but the other dude is so obvious and dastardly that you're like, oh, that's the dude. Yeah. I know what it is. It makes sense. I'm yeah. with it. I got it. And then you're like, sorry, it's another guy. Like, oh, you were too busy but, looking over there. He's over there. Exactly. But that's the thing. That's why I just like, I felt like he was, you know, that corporate entity kind of evil villain that, again, you didn't necessarily know was there or like pulling the strings. You think he's on your side. I know I got you, so I got you. But bam, you're really trying to stay in my business and I'm going about it unethically. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Terrifying. Yeah. Yes, too real, too close to real life. Too close to real life. <laughs> wanted to suck the screams out of kids. <laughs> I mean, but that's their business, though. So, you know what I'm saying? They weren't going to scream. So I mean, it wasn't, like it, was, it wasn't like the business was a great thing. It literally is frightening it's children. Yeah. It's for entertainment. Some places use the yen, some places use the euro, some the dollars, yeah. some screams. <laughs> some <laughs> screams. It's all about that currency. <laughs> I'll kidnap a thousand children. I before I let this company die. <laughs> Literally, like, that's some evil shit right there. That is. Uh, for me, I have a Pixar guy as well. All right. For me, at number three, I have Chef Skinner from Ratatouille. Ratatouille. Ratatouille, uh, for those that don't know, is one of 
the best Disney films, Disney Pixar films out there that a lot of people just have not seen. Mm-hmm. It's about a little rat named Remy, who a uh, little rat named Remy who is controlling this human kid and is making him a world-renowned chef after watching basically Julia Child get it done. So Chef Skinner, though, works at the restaurant. He, he owns the restaurant that uh, Gusteau, a world-renowned chef, used to own. And he's, like, taking his spot, right? So Chef Skinner, though, seems to hate the uh, Gusteau's heir, son, heir. His heir. His greatest heir. legitimate heir. Yeah. He hates him before he finds out he's the heir. He already doesn't like the kid. And this kid just comes in looking for a job, and Gusto's already against him. Then, as I forgot that kid's name, what is his name? Uh, I think it's Alfredo. Remy? Alfredo. No, Remy's the The rat. rat. Yeah, Alfredo's his name. So he hires Alfredo, and um, he already is against him, even though he hired him. So then, early in the movie, they make a soup, and Remy makes the soup. He like controls. He controls Alfredo, makes him. Alfredo makes him make the soup, and then after Alfredo makes the soup, he's like taste it, and he's like, "This is really good. How'd you do this? I'm I'm already not a fan. I want you out of here." And he makes him a, a soup chef first, and then he has no choice but to continue to promote him. All the while trying to undermine this kid who was a garbage guy the whole time for no reason, trying to figure out why this is the case. So, this is why I have Chef Skinner at number three because his motivations didn't make sense at the beginning. Of course, he had made sense when he found that he finds that he's the heir. Before that, he just hates on this when it's just for no reason. He also, because he's ruining Gusto's legacy, he's yeah. taking. The recipes and he's watering them down, turning them into TV. They're kind of like a chef boy RV type of thing, right? And so I feel like this kid coming, he thinks, "What do you know?" Because you know his mom was a friend of Gusto's, which we find out later. I mean, they were very good friends. They're good friends. Uh, and so like, you're trying to ruin my operation. I don't know what you're doing here. So it's just this paranoia that comes from his corruption. This is why on my list. He's a real bad dude. <laughs> I thought you say mother. I was like, shut your mouth. <laughs> He's a real bad. Shut your mouth. <laughs> yeah, baby. All right. Hey, who do you have at number two? Okay. So at number two, I have a villain from a movie that I've only been able to watch twice, but I've seen on Broadway or off-Broadway, you know, three times. And that is Scar from The Lion King. Okay. Now, as wait, a see, child... Wait, you've only seen The Lion King twice? Yes. The animated version, I've only seen twice. That's embarrassing. That is embarrassing. It's So, when I was a kid, I saw The Lion King in theaters, and there weren't very many movies that made me cry as a oh, kid. Oh, same. I didn't... I did not cry. Like, the first time I cried at Beauty and the Beast, I was probably, like, 17, you know? Like, when you finally, like, you're like, oh, I get it now! (laughs) Right? But the scene, like, first off... Mufasa. Yeah, Mufasa. So when when the movie starts, Scar is just, like, the sarcastic, 
dark, villainous character, but you're like, I like him. I'm like, you, you know, you, like, you, I relate, I don't know. You don't like him, but, but like, you get it. You he's charismatic. He's you, yeah. you have yeah. an affinity, yeah. Yeah. When you so see then, why his nephew loves him to death, like, that's the yeah. people you want to hang out with. Literally. His nephew is like, you're just my weird uncle. <laughs> Let's hang. And he's like, nah, I don't like you. <laughs> I get that. <laughs> but, um, so, like, the whole beginning of the movie, like, you're like, okay, something bad's gonna happen, but I don't know what. And then, when he murders Mufasa, Cold blood. Long. Oh my god. Long, the kid. Mm-hmm. And Pierce. it's like, it's basically Simba's fault. Like, let's be honest. Like, it's not, it's, it's not, not Simba. It's not his fault. He's Simba a, was a pawn. He was a okay, pawn in the game. Okay, he's a pawn in it, but See, you done, you done think Scar's Kool-Aid. You like Scar yeah, and convinced you yeah. that it was a part of Scar's pride over here. <laughs> no. So then, like, the scene, World of Color, right? World of Color at California Adventure. There is yeah. a montage at one point of every sad scene in, like, any Disney movie from the last 20 years. They well, said very you first one, cry today. I don't know. Yeah, that's what Disney was like. Oh, you came here for fun? We gonna <laughs> show you what's up. Try <laughs> so this the montage starts off with the it's black. The the water's black, and all you hear is dad, dad. Oh, that's right. And then they project Mufasa and Simba like crawling under his arm. So now, why I couldn't watch this as a kid? It was too dark for like thinking about my dad dying was too dark. Like, I could not handle that as a child. Like, my dad as a child was everything to me. And so when I... And normally there's a dead parent. Like, Bambi, the mom dies. But I was like, if, if, Bambi. <laughs> the mom gets shot. Like, yes. she doesn't die. She is murdered. <laughs> and, also, and you hear the gunshot. Yeah. I feel like... But, okay, I'm not going to argue with it because I don't get a derail, but she was developed well <laughs> enough that when Bambi's mom died, I was like, what is Bambi doing? <laughs> well, for, for me, when, when Scar goes in there and kills uh, Mufasa, Mufasa, it was just like a... Yeah. And then, like when he like tried to pin it on Simba, I didn't even care about that. I was like, Simba's an idiot. He believes this. Like this was his fault. Sure. This had nothing to do with him. Simba was a a a kitten. Yeah, a, a yes. baby. Of course, yeah. he baby. believed him. Yeah, exactly. Scar's an asshole. He sent it for the freaking area where his dad said not to, but your cool uncle says, "Hey, you should go there." That's family, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's family. Come on. Well, family. That's family why he's says... my number two. Yeah. My number two villain because he's. Number two means poop, and he's poop. <laughs> he's poop. I get it. So, but I can see the Broadway version of, as many times as I want because for some reason, when it's humans dressed up as cats, I'm like, <laughs> humans can die. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. But when okay. it's animated sad cartoons, and, you know, James Earl Jones is falling to his death. It's uh, it's a little too much. Mm. You know, James Earl Jones is a human. <laughs> yes, I do. Just I do know that. Just clarifying. If people was wondering, Shete, who do you got at number two? My number two is the most crooked, evil man in Coco, Ernesto de la Cruz. Mm-hmm. First of all, Coco destroyed me. Hit me in the face. 
me in the <laughs> it field. It certainly did. Like, I'm like, damn, this movie, I'm too old to be crying this much. <laughs> but oh my gosh, Ernesto de la Cruz, not only does he not have any talent, he kills his supposed best friend to steal his songs, completely changes them, and then takes them for his own, and convinces that best friend's grandson that he's his grandma. Like, the, it just keeps going. Spiral, it spirals. Even in death, he continues to, death, to perpetuate this life. he tries to erase his best friend who he killed and stung his son for eternity. He, like, prevents his grandson putting his picture up on his little friend. I'm like, you won, dude. You have all you this won. shit. You, you have all this shit in life. Chef's kiss. You should check it out. And then at the end, like I'm not gonna go too far, but like I was literally like, <laughs> like my shirt was so <laughs> like a lot of I can't. I prepare myself. Prepare yourself. Tissues. And... Make sure you have a box of tissues. Try not to throw anything at the screen. <laughs> and did you see Coco? I have not seen COVID. Oh, you are right. Right. For both of y'all. Trust, trust. No. Check it out. Patrick's if you want to see really you and your boyfriend, oh, listen, okay. you and your boyfriend can go ahead and watch it. Get the box of, get the box of tissues ready. Yeah. Because, and I, I feel like the reveal, when you find out all that stuff about him, is the thing that hit, hits you in the, the feels Right but, there. So I'm sorry if that was taken from you, but. It's still. <laughs> Still, it's still good. It's still going to get you. Even though you've seen it, you heard about it, you're surprised. Yeah. Aaron, who you got at number two? Well, so I had a tough time placing Scar. I had him a little bit higher, but I'm going to, you know, in, in, in the game of top five go, you gotta you got to put some challengers up there sometimes. So I think I'm, I'm going to slot a, a gentleman into this number two position that might be able to uh, take Scar out. His name's Gaspar. <laughs> Like I think song. all of you guys know you've definitely met him, arrogant sob in your life, and mm-hmm. he is the king of the Disney arrogant sobs. Yeah, let me let me catch you up real quick because, because at number two I also have guest star. Oh, oh let's, let's go. 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 That is literally doesn't care that this woman does not love him. She is not interested whatsoever. <laughs> In the slightest. She has made it very clear. She very clear. On his advantages or his advances. At all. I, yes. The best part is that my guy, guess son has women literally falling over themselves for me, but I'm all right. I'm this the one that's not interested. And that's the one I, I want. I want this cute little bookworm. <laughs> now these other hundreds of girls that are throwing themselves. <laughs> Handsome, rude, chauvinistic D-bag, and I cannot stand douchebags at all. And he's the king of them. Well, as you know, for my motivation, Aaron, it's the reason why they do this 
She's already told you she's not interested. Absolutely. He's like, we still got to kill the beast. For no reason. <laughs> like, I, can imagine, I can literally imagine this day and age, it's like the dude sliding into this girl's DMs over constantly. Over she over blocked him. He made a partner. He's going to get her email. He's going to go on. What's that? He's going to go on her LinkedIn. To make himself feel better, right? Though, and then Correct. steal the girl. And what the fuck? Well, the best part is that Beast has lived in that castle for years. Yeah, and he, ain't nobody—he he ain't bothered nobody. <laughs> ain't nobody worried about Beast. <laughs> ain't nobody worried about Beast. But the moment Gaston finds out the girl that's not interested in him mm. is interested in the Beast, he's like, "Oh, he's only had a Beast problem. <laughs> <laughs> somebody, somebody, somebody need to have a Beast problem. We got a Beast. sway people's minds and have them like do my bidding for me like I'm, he's that kind of intelligence but he's not smart enough to know like hey maybe I shouldn't do this like <laughs> that, dude, that dude didn't hurt no one yeah, like, he didn't miss a dog but that's why you have guests on it too yes, no, that's why I also had guests on it too yeah. And I'm sticking with it. That's Gaston on it, too. Gaston That's the too. move. All right. Like, uh, do you? Uh, do you? What do you? How do you ladies feel about Gaston? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure I, you've dealt with a Gaston or two in your life. Yeah. yeah. I feel like he's the epitome of every dude who gassed himself up and thought that he's a shit. And so if a woman isn't interested, it has to be because there's other dudes here. Well, it can't be because of me. But the question is, though, did he really gas himself up when you have those three um, triplets Literally falling over themselves. They bought into his own myth. Okay, like, that's the thing. He surrounds himself with his yes men. He has his crew. They have a whole song dedicated yes. to him. You know, <laughs> they start singing the song. He's like, you know what? I am that great. Yeah, I am. You know, so 
he's that guy. And like you said, he got this whole town to go after this beast who was mind his own business, wasn't bothering anybody. He's the epitome of the guy that gassed himself up. Right. right. Yeah. The first lines of the song go, Gosh, it disturbs me to see you, Gaston, looking so down in the dumps. Mm-hmm. Every guy here'd love to be you, Gaston. Who is saying Even that, though? Who is saying that? His, His hype man. <laughs> yeah, right. He surrounds himself <laughs> with the hype man. Very hard to see what. <laughs> Thank you for that recitation. So, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, again, but did he tell, hey, I'm feeling bad, LeFou, sing me a song? No, no. His high man was like, my job <laughs> is to make up. sure this guy knows, you know? But what I'm saying, though, is he, is he, is he, is he high on his own supplier or did the people give gas? It's a vicious cycle. It's a vicious cycle. Okay. He started it, they took it up, they ran with it, and it keeps feeding itself. It's a machine unto itself. It's its own evil beast. Yeah, you know? what are your feelings on Gaston? Gaston is the Paul brother of the Disney universe. <laughs> <laughs> is he Logan or Jake? <laughs> he's, oh, he's Jake. Oh, he's Jake for sure. Like, Logan, Logan seems to be trying to make up for some of the crap he said. But, like, Jake is just going hard and with, nah, I'm a douche. And he's and just sticking on. with it, man. And that's Gaston. Uh, that's 100% Gaston. <laughs> I just, like, and one, LeFou 100% is in love with Gaston. Oh, of course. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like, that's that's the only reason that song even happens is because he's like, no, no. Not true. No, no, no. Not true. Because in that bar, like, everybody joins in. And everyone knows Gaston. Who doesn't love drinking Gaston. singing? That's what you do. Hello, have we all heard of karaoke no bars? Piano bars? Not anymore. They no longer exist. Look, we can go into a bar right now. Well, not really, but once we can back in these bars and start singing that song, every mofo will jump I'm going to definitely try it. I'm going to make some recordings. <laughs> God, it's disturbing me to see you, Aaron. Looking so down at the jumps. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> every man here wants to be you, Aaron. Oh, he even would take so your life. I'm so flattered right now. Look, he's starting to believe it. Look. <laughs> wow. You see me yeah. puff? I'm puffing yeah. my chest. Let me go find some uninterested bookworm now. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Damn right. When do the libraries open? I gotta find you a bed. Find you a bed in the library. <laughs> and, and who do you yes. have for your top five? Number one, who is it? Okay, so my number one is Yizma from the Emperor's New Groove. Okay. Oh, Why, Yizma? Because, one, Yizma on her own is entertaining and is like a very good character just generally but then she has the added sidekick of croc which <laughs> brings her villainous level up to like a 20 on a scale of one to ten because they're like back and forth their search for Cusco when he turns into a llama, her little like, and then I'll put that box in the other box, and then I'll put that box in a box, and I'll send it to myself, and I'll smash it with a hammer! Like, her entire plan is ridiculous. And like, 
for some reason, she's the next in line for the throne. Like, it's this whole, she wants to be the one who's in power. But they flip the script this time. So instead of an angry person attacking the soon-to-be princess because they want to be the one who has the throne, it's the angry assistant attacking the king because she wants to be the one who has the throne. And I like that. Also, the entire movie, just in general, is a masterpiece. I love that you put her there. She's on my honorable mention list, for sure, just because of exactly oh. those things that you said. I love that movie, though, because it's like it's like Deadpool-esque. There's so much breaking <laughs> of the fourth wall. Yes. Like, yeah. how, does, how did this even happen? And then they pull down on the map, and they're like, well, actually, it didn't <laughs> happen. Or, like, they pull the lever, and they fall down in the pit. Like, why do we even have that lever? Like, there's some of that, like... Just really great humor into it, and I, I so I like it. I like it right there. Also, at the end of the movie, she turns into a cat, and <laughs> Eartha Kid is the voice, and oh, she course. famously played Catwoman. And so, I think mm-hmm. that that's a very good callback. And also, she's adorable. Yeah, yeah. I again, she's relatable though. Cusco's yeah. a yeah. jerk. Yeah, he's well, not so fit for the jerk. job. She's smarter, and you know she has all this power. So I can see why she wants to get rid of him. So that's why for me, I'm like, I get it. It's not so bad. <laughs> and plus, I love Empress Groove. It's hilarious. It's underrated. Yeah. I know, like, I when I was doing some research for this, like, it's it's hate in the like Disney lexicon by a lot of people that are like, oh, I don't get it. I love it. I I guess it's just the humor in it, like that it's so different. It's, it's that part of the is not like your normal yes. hero. Yeah. Well, He's kind of hard to It's Punch as the hero in the Punch as the hero. Punch as the hero. Yeah. The hero. <laughs> you, you know, Punch is the, the teacher, father figure. Right. You know. But who's going like, he's not dumb as the hero. He's the star. No, because it literally starts off with him as long. He's like, this is the story about me. I'm this guy. And it's like, but you're a llama in the rain. Yeah. <laughs> you know, let me tell you a story about all these evil friends of mine and how I'm here. Yeah. So but I also like that every mo- every character in that movie is likable. I, I like I, I, even the, the villain. Yeah, I like yeah. him for a lot. And I, I just like think, it's very underrated. and I love Gronk. He's just like squeaker, oh. squeaker, yeah. squeaker, 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 squeaker. I don't know that there's a Gronk I don't like. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's Gronk. Literally, if they did a live action, if Gronk was in the live action the first two group, I'd be upset. I think that the guy who voiced Gronk could probably play. He should be Gronk. I keep saying Gronk. Gronk, Gronk. You're right, he would actually make a really good one, but I think having Gronk in that role would be funny too. So, my number one, we've said the name already, but again, going back to evil for evil's sake, and I can't understand, it's Cruella DeVille. Her right. whole deal is she wants to kill puppies and skin Wait, them for a Wait, you have Cruella 1? Yeah. I have Cruella 1. Let's That's go. Right. Okay, let me tell you why Cruella DeVille. Her name is Devil. Her yeah. name is Devil. It's already there for you. She, like, I thought for me. I had her at 1 2, but I switched it at the last one. Oh, oh just to, okay. Just we could have had a trifecta. So let me tell you why I, I also had Cruella. She fits my criteria perfectly. Her motivations, 
is fucked. Yeah. Okay, and I know we don't curse a lot on this podcast, but it's, it had to be said. Yeah, fucked. Right? She wants to kill puppies to make, to make a, a damn cup. Yeah. Oh, that's literally. That's it. It. Most people see puppies, but most are cute and they want to protect them. Kevin doesn't even like I'm dogs. I'm a notorious. I'm a notorious piper, and. I know. I think she's fucked up. Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> literally, yes. the man in this room that does not like dogs. The only person like, in this room who might identify with her is like, oh, that's hell a, no. Listen, so. girl, that's a bridge too far, my friend. <laughs> listen, I'm not a fan of the animals, but uh, I'm not gonna kill them for making coat. And she's gone around <laughs> the countryside stealing these puppies from other people. She like her whole the entire enterprise of this thing just to make. What? what coat? Coat? It's not even to make a line of coat. There's a line of coat. I need 101 puppy furs to make a single coat. have to give this take about Cruella to another guy because I had um, on my list at number one, I believe I had Ursula at the time, because I was talking about that though she has a contract, um, the motivation just didn't seem, because the question was specifically about motivation. Right. And I said, you know, she she makes a contract, but she could have just told Ariel, you don't want this deal, and she could have left, right? So that's why I had Ursula high up there on my list. And then this guy that I was talking to my friend Stephanie, and then this guy walks up, and it was a friend of hers from work, and uh, he, I said the same thing to him without a question in, in his in his thought in his mind. He said, "Oh, it's Cruella Bill, sure." And I was like, "Wait, what?" And then he was like, "Yeah, Cruella, she wants a coat." And I was like, "Oh, oh, 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 oh you're right, you're right. She wants a coat, a coat, a coat, one coat." And this. This woman has money. Yeah. She can go buy a coat. She can go buy a coat. You can steal puppies and murder them for a coat. Bitch, go to the store. Yeah. Go get you a coat. They can make you a polka dotted coat. Have you ever seen, yeah. uh, have you ever seen uh, uh, How I Met Your Mother and they talk about the glass breaking? That was it for me because my mind yeah. was, I was like, oh my <laughs> God, he's right. He's so I right. the bill's the worst. Yeah. The worst bill. So I'm with you, Shantae. I'm riding with you on that one. That's right. Me and you, both of us. 
Roll the bill. Listen, I mean, she's she's pure evil, and I get it. Um, but I'm gonna go with somewhere else just to give it some some interest instead of having three of us do. Miss Corolla. It's okay, no. we can agree. Listen, well, no, no, no. Oh, I no, didn't no. do it. No, no, no. Really? I'm, 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 gonna, I'm gonna change it up. Um, what's something that you think about when you think about like action movies? That a lot of times it's like, what's the death count? You don't really think about that in like Disney slash Pixar. But right. I'm gonna give you guys a stat. This guy killed twenty people. It's like the high, like up there in the highest number of actual victims. I got you. I know what you're gonna say. Syndrome. Yeah. From The Incredibles. The Incredibles. He's got kind of a sins of the father thing going on. His favorite superhero in the world was Mister Incredible. Who up? He's a little kid, and Mister Incredible, his hero, is a complete dick to him. Mm-hmm. So. That motivates him to become a superhero, and along his path, he murders at least 20 other supers to get into a position where he can potentially then challenge his hero and hopefully destroy him the only superhero that is needed in the world. So I think in terms of motivation, I mean, it fits into my criteria of things like I get why he is doing it, but it's fucking wrong. You can't kill 20 people. Right. so. And not just people. He killed 20 superheroes. Superheroes. People who save others. That's like going out and killing like 20 doctors or something. And and the thing is, he didn't really do it necessarily to beat um, Mr. Crowley. That was his motivation. He did it so that people would know who he was. Yes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You're you're absolutely correct. Like His motivation was, I want to be the most well-known. Because Mr. Incredible was the most well-known, the most talked about, the, the Superman, if you will. He wanted to take over that slot and be put on that Mount Rushmore, if you will. I'm like, I'm better than Mr. Incredible. I'm better than this asshole that completely, you know, just didn't care, didn't about, care me. about me. Yeah. So I, I think that he's definitely worthy of discussion in that top spot. I mean, 20 murders of super... Super powered people, yeah. So I, mean, so I think what we need to weigh here is what's more important: oh. 101 <laughs> puppies. <laughs> again, again, and again, and we'll, we'll we'll get there in a few minutes. You're new to this podcast. We'll get there. But yes, we'll, we'll talk about. See, that. I have a question though because I'm Corella. Kevin Corella, I can't vote for his Corella. Yeah, you can. I can vote for yours. This is going to be a very interesting. I'll just make sure. It'll be, it'll be interesting. To see we'll see if this play right against that. So. Um, I think Syndrome's a real bad dude. He's not good. He's a real bad dude. You want to some water over there? It's not I. You want some water over there, Anne? Anne's like cooking dinner step or something away like that. No, I'm here. I'm trying to cover up my mic. Sorry. So, yeah, I mean, Syndrome's a real bad dude, and I get it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Especially because he's going to be super right. And like basically like drawing him out of retirement, you know what I'm saying? But for me in my in my situation, I, my criteria, I get it. Anytime I get again, it, why your motivations are wrong. But again, that's what my criteria was. I said that last week. I get it. We're the heroes of our own story. So if I can relate to him, <laughs> let's not be doing that, right? But we're <laughs> like, how many supers can I go But then you have to think about the playing field, right? Puppies versus a grown woman, that playing field is not even. We're not like litigating Cruella versus Syndrome. This is just about Syndrome, and I get it. I understand. Yeah. And number one is real tough for me, but I get it. I have to say, I mean, so I, and again, I hope 
the slot in there too because the fucking puppy is But I felt like Syndrome with that 20 super kill count at least makes, it, pretty inter- high. makes right. it for an interesting kills. discussion. That would be like a good in Call of Duty. If you had 20 kills on that, that would be really good. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's a good discussion. I mean, I feel like your guys' lists are very similar in your criteria, whereas my list was like, do I want to watch them over <laughs> I and, 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 I, and so my list is much different, and I'm just saying Lisa is probably... Well, there's nothing, there's nothing literally nothing wrong with that. Um, do you have any, uh, and do you have any honorable mentions? Um, Shantae brought him up earlier, but uh, Hades mm-hmm. from Hercules... Mm-hmm. Jafar from Aladdin. Like, here's the reason why I did not include those two. Hercules as a film, I feel like, like, Hades almost wasn't even, like, Meg and Hercules and Little Guy and all that. Like, that was what I picked. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then Aladdin for me as a kid was just, I watched it all the time, and I know a lot of people think Jafar is a scary character, but for me, he just wasn't because I watched it so much. And, like, for me, the music overshadows everything else that's going on. Like, wow, Jafar is basically threatening to force marriage upon Jasmine. Order Aladdin. But, and that's the know. sense of why Jafar is doing it. He's very similar to Yzma in that way, right? The person yeah. on the throne is an idiot. Mm-hmm. He has a whole bunch of power. Yeah. Hmm, I should be running things. So, like, they're very similar <laughs> in that sense. Um, I like Jafar. I just... I just like him. The elegant, you know, he's the same uh, voice for Scar. No, no, for Claude Frollo. Sorry, he's the same voice okay, for Claude Frollo. <laughs> so that kind of makes me go, "All right." Um, you know, he's a bad dude, but I still like. I see why I did it. I see why. Um, yeah, I like and Jafar's was like the king. Yes, he's a goof and like not very not doing well. He's likable, mm-hmm. unlike Cusco at the beginning. Right. He's like Cusco is not a likable character. No. He's only thinking about himself. Like the the Sultan at least seems to be trying to think about other people. He's not like give me right. stuff, give me right. stuff, give me stuff. Whereas Cusco Cusco Topia <laughs> <laughs> He's all about him. So those would be my honorable mentions because I made my list based off of, like how much entertainment they brought my life. <laughs> yeah. I I had Hades. I loved Hades as a villain. I think he did an excellent job. Um, he was also likable. You're like, you know, you're a legal dude, but I hang out with yeah. you a little bit, Hades. Um, <laughs> one of my honorable mentions was Autopilot from Wally. Okay, like. That moment in Wally where they show the pictures of the captain and he's slowly getting bigger and the captains are slowly getting smaller. I was like, mind blown. Like, it meant so much. And I think, you know, in Wally, it's hard to pinpoint the villain there. Like we said before, human beings are the villain, big businesses are the villain, you know, not taking care of things. But like, he really does that stand in of like, showing how over time the perspective kind of gets skewed for it. So I have to put him on my honorable mentions. Um, yeah, I think that's it. I have the uh, the stepmother of Cinderella, who's just, you know, promoting the, you know, her ugly-ass daughters, which is, you know, the true, you know, that Cinderella was. I mean, you know, it's all Disney fantasy stuff. Uh, I, we briefly talked about it earlier, um, but I had the man uh, that killed Amy's mom. 
not gonna lie, I debated slotting it in there like around you know three, four, four, three, somewhere in like that range, just because again, like we're humans, like we eat meat or some of us do. Like, and I, I'm not a big hunter myself, like, I, but I know you don't kill the freaking mama deer. Yeah, like, you, you know, you get daddy deer and you put the freaking you know horns on the wall or whatever, like whatever people do. It's not really my style, but like that really does rush you with mama. Oh, yeah. Shantae, who do you who are you taking at number four? Uh, number four. With the option. I'm looking at the options. Oh, I'm looking at the options. The options are Cruella Deville. I can't pick mine. Charles Monks. Aaron has Sid Phillips from Toy Story, and then Prince Hans. I think for the shock value, I have to go with Prince Hans because I didn't see it coming. For me, at number four. I'm gonna have to go with Sid because Sid just made me think. 
Uh, it just made me think so much when I said that. Shit. Uh, and who, who you got number four? You can't pick Cruella there. I'm, I'm <laughs> I <laughs> I think I'll have to go with Sid because I remember Toy Story one seeing it as a kid. And you think that it was when I was yeah. But like Sid was like every Sid is like the post gas like it's Gaston's kid. Sid is Gaston's kid, right? So like I did I did not like him. Yeah. He reminded me of kids I knew. Sid's a dick. I did not want. Yeah, I'm going with Sid. That's because I under I feel I like I kind of understand Charles, but like he also went bad. For me, in that slot, I, I'm going to have to go Corolla because I don't know Prince or Charles. And I certainly have never met Prince Charles. So I, I think it just works its way out for my vote for Corolla. So I, I think uh, Han takes it? No, no Sid, 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 Sid takes it. Yeah. So, um, so we have Sid taking it there. Uh, at three, we have Anne's Ursula, Shantae's Claude Frollo. Aaron's water noose, and then my chef's dinner ratatouille. I think I'm gonna have to go with water noose because it shocked me. I didn't see it coming. I thought for sure that Randall was the guy. Yeah, he wasn't. <laughs> Shocker. And so he was just <laughs> on in the game. So that's why I'm gonna go with water noose. Jet, say what you got. I gotta go with Ursula. That's my girl. I love her. <laughs> yeah, I love her. Water news, he was bad. I gotta go first. Are you doing? Aaron, what, Aaron, what are you thinking? Aaron, what are you thinking? I'm, I'm thinking. I've got to go with uh, Chef Skinner. Okay, I do like that movie. He's kind of a evil, evil dude. So, Anne, who are you taking? So I could be bitter. And totally picked Shantae. <laughs> That's just an awkward game of rock, paper, scissors there. I'm just telling you right now that Ur- the fact that Ursula isn't making the best villains list is ridiculous. <laughs> but I am going like out of the choices. I'm picking Water News because I remember being shocked mm-hmm. by the twist that he was the one. And I could not remember the name. Like, I would have had to Google the name of the hunchback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dumb, yeah. Like, guy. I do remember him being, like, a dick. But <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't remember him. Go back and rewatch it. Everyone be like, hey, we made a mistake. Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going water news. Uh, water news. Okay, water news is there for Aaron. Your options are Scar, Ernest, Ernesto De La Cruz. Gaston, and you can't pick your Gaston. You can pick his Gaston. I'm definitely picking Gaston. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, arrogant, just gonna, arrogant dick. I'm also going to just uh, <laughs> pick, also pick Gaston. I'm too. sticking with Ernesto de la Cruz, and I know Anne. You can't pick Ernesto de la Cruz. I can't. Dang it. I forgot. He's so horrible. Just go ahead and pick Gaston. I'm going to pick Scar. <laughs> Thank you. Screw both of y'all. I pick, I pick Ernesto de la Cruz. Perfect. still Gaston. <laughs> I can't. How is Scar not making the villains list? How is because it's, it's definitely it's Scar is a fantastic villain. I can't believe it. Against Gaston, Ridiculous. who is the villain of villain next to Cruella at one point. <laughs> Cruella, of course. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to be. 
Yeah, I Going for Cruella. That's she's, right. She was my first uh, She's terrible. I'm also, I'm voting for Cruella. Yes. She's trying to kill puppies. Yes. Okay, so top five goes. Number, top five list. Aaron, read it for us. All right, we got Lotso at number five. At number five, we have Sid from Toy Story 1 and number four. Uh, we have Waterdeuce at three. We have Gaston at two. And Cruella Bill, number one on the list of baddies. So with that being the case, I feel like me and Aaron split the Gaston point. I feel like Shantae and I split the number one, the, the Cruella. Cruella point. Mm-hmm. So doing the math real quick, it looks like once again, Aaron is the winner with two and a half points. Two and a half points, baby. Ridiculous. So what needs to happen next week is... <laughs> We can discuss this more. Eric's put together like a really good list here. And listen, you had some great people there, but they went up against heavy hitters. The Disney the Disney month is gonna be a real bloodbath. Yeah. I think with characters. Absolutely. All I'm saying is that if you think of the top five villains in all of Disney history, Scar and Ursula are probably gonna be on that list. They probably would be. I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah. They probably would be. But if you're like Scar or Gaston, I'm gonna go, hmm, Gaston. And we'll learn how to place these properly on her top five. If Scar was at four, he'd probably be sit, sit. Oh, definitely. Scar killed his own brother. Like, <laughs> the fact that yeah. Gaston beat Scar is only because you guys both had him on there. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. Uh, well, we, we Gaston doesn't actually thing. get anyone that who tries to kill him, but villain. he doesn't. <laughs> I didn't think killing somebody makes you a good villain. I mean, Cruella doesn't kill none of them puppies, but she's number but one. But she wanted to. <laughs> but yeah, and you get to see, like, her closet of other things she's killed. <laughs> it's true. It's true, you do. So with that being the case, it's another win for Aaron. Yes. And it's been a pleasure having you <laughs> with us. Thank you for coming. Thank you, thank you for having me, even yeah. though I contest on many of these decisions. <laughs> I'm very upset. That's the, that's the brilliance of Top 5 Go. We come up with oh, a uh, yeah. Top 5 list based on where you place them in your Top 5 yeah. list. And do you have anything you want to plug? No. All right, perfect. <laughs> Maybe your, your Instagram, your Twitter. Nah. All right, sounds good. Aaron, you got anything? I'm good right now. Shante? None for me. It's Follow us at Top 5 Go. On Instagram, we are also on YouTube. Um, rate and review us on YouTube. Also, give us five stars and give us a, a nice review on the Apple Podcast. We're also on Spotify. Other than that, guys, I think we're all set. Oh, also, join the conversation by writing in the comments who you your top five Disney villains list on YouTube. So. Let us know what you guys are thinking, what you thought. Tell me if you're with Ant. Or tell me if you understand that Gaston's number two and is the best over Scar. Just let us know. You I know feel what I'm like you're leading the crowd there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm just talking. Aaron, Aaron, do you feel the same way? Like, yeah, you were saying the same thing? Yes, I thought. That's what I thought. Anyway, guys, thank you for joining us. I wish there was a way for me to storm out of this. <laughs> <laughs> and it's been a pleasure. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Bye. Bye. Bye.